0: Hi, welcome to this series of the Meeting of Minds podcast that's called The HSP Connection with me, Philippa Robinson. And me, Robbie Lee. In this series, we're looking at all things HSP from our personal experiences of discovering we uh, are HSPs, working out what we need to thrive as HSPs, and working in our business. Businesses as HSP coaches. This series is something for everyone, as what is good for HSPs is good for everyone. If you want to know more about what it means to be an HSP, I suggest you go back and listen to the first episode in this mini-series, which is episode 90 of the Meeting of Minds podcast, where we explain all about it. Now, on with today's episode. What are we talking about today, Robbie? Well, today, we're talking about the role of HSPs in structures and systems. Oh, A juicy topic. Yeah, Yeah, we both agreed that we wanted to do um, this one today, didn't we? And, um, you know, I am by no means an expert. I don't think you are either. Me neither. No. So, you know, heads up, everyone. We are not experts in structures and systems. But, of course, we live and work in systems. So we, you know, we had a little chat before we started recording. And I think what we're going to do is we're going to start this off talking about our experiences and kind of see where we go. It just felt like a really important subject for us to cover. And I think we might end up having a bit of a rant. So (laughs) be (laughs) warned. Be warned because we can both have a good rant when we want to and this is very much a uh, a subject um, that does get us a bit ranty so <laughs> um, structures and systems and gosh i mean this is as wide or as narrow as as you kind of you know want to make it and i'm not yeah. I, i'm not really sure how much, how wide or narrow so i think we'll just give it a go and if it gets a bit wide we might have to narrow it in a little bit um But I suppose um, when I think of structures and systems, um, I don't know about you, but the first place I think of is work, interestingly. I don't think of family. I don't think of community. I instantly go to work. Me too. Yeah. Me too.
1: That's interesting. Yeah. That's
0: really interesting. I wonder why maybe it is work that feels the most structured, the mo- I wouldn't say my, well, I was going to say, I, don- I wouldn't say my experience of work is overly systemized. Um, I mean, there are systems involved. I mean, I used to work in the legal system, so I suppose that's a bit of a daft thing to say. But definitely <laughs> yeah. structures and um, a workplace being structured, because if nothing else, you've got the hierarchy structure, you've got, you know, um, even you know even office politics sort of falls into mm-hmm. a structure because it's a way of being in that office isn't it and yeah. the way we have relationships with people in in those offices or factories or um other workplace places we might work um at home i think interestingly i think we might have to just look at working from home slightly differently because you're still in a st- Structure, but it's different, isn't it? Mm -hmm. And I've not worked from home for an organisation, so that's interesting. Ah, Right. So, should we just talk about our experience of work because we both worked in corporate before, haven't we? Which is very much a structure. Um, It sure is. Yeah. Um. I when I worked in that sphere in that space, I did not know I was an HSP. Yeah. So anything I talk about, anything I talk about now is definitely with the benefit of hindsight, yeah, um, yeah. because I, I I I didn't understand I was an HSP. I didn't understand I was still absolutely in the depths of my childhood trauma as well. So yeah. there was a lot going on for me um, mm-hmm. at, at work, and I'm going to see if I can try and separate, or at least imagine what my experience might have been like, just as an HSP. Well, that's going to be a bit of a stretch. Um, what about you? What was your experience like? Because like me, you only found out you're, you know, you're an HSP sort of within the last two or three years, yeah. didn't you? Yeah,
1: more recently. It but, was well, it to be fair, it was something that like I heard the term earlier, and I'm like, oh yeah, I got it but it wasn't like, it didn't inform my life. Like it was just like, Oh, there's a label for what's wrong with me, but it didn't give me any tools. It didn't really help me understand things until much, much later, until way more recently. Yeah. Okay. And so, yeah, I, I wandered through the workplace feeling like, Oh, here's another place I don't belong. (laughs) Like that, you know, and, um, not because I wasn't highly skilled, um i was and there were places where i would definitely shine and it was like i could immediately see how things were when i say things i mean the systems were harmful to people and Uh, My track of employment was in training and development and then human resources. So I saw a lot of the behind the scenes on how people were treated within this or within organizations. I'm not going to. It wasn't a particular one. It was multiple ones that I've been a part of. Um, And it something like seeing. (laughs) What frontline workers make like their salary, for instance, so their exchange for their hard labor, because some of the places I worked, like it was actual physical labor that people did and other places it was their mental labor. Um, But the discrepancy between what those folks made and then as you, you know, go to the top, I mean, the, (laughs) I couldn't wrap my head around how that was fair or equal or healthy. Like, I just could not. So that one point, and then when you took into account the expectations of, I'm, I'm thinking of a workplace from several years ago, it was the, the expectations of the frontline workers were that they had to be, had to do the work no matter what, no matter if their kid had a softball game, then they would have to do overtime if the work wasn't done, didn't matter right? No matter if they were sick, you're expected to come in and make it through. Like, this was truly the mindset. And I just kept thinking, this is not, this is not healthy. This is not okay. So I was constantly railing against those things. And then that was my own lived experience too. I was just like, I'm not healthy in this system. This doesn't feel good to me. Um, and I struggled to find the appropriate... <laughs> ways and places to like voice what I was seeing. It never felt like it was heard. Um, So it was was just a constant frustration and just like, I see where things are broken. Like, why aren't we fixing it? Especially when I was officially part of human resources. I was just like, I got, I was so excited at 1st and like, oh, I get to make the workplace better for people. This is incredible. And that was, I'm not at all trying to dismiss people in the human resources roles because there are lots of people there who are actively trying to make the workplace better for people. So please, those of you listening, this isn't a blanket statement against, and certainly not against any humans at all. I am talking about the systems that are set up though. And I saw things shift. I saw them shift over the last 20 years to be even it seems to me, and from my perspective, more and more unhealthy for people, mm-hmm. because I would see things like um, your, the, the expectations for a single worker were to constantly be doing more work without a giant increase in pay, just more expectations on their hours, on their um, on their own being, more expectations, less resources, less help uh equal or less pay or slightly bumped up pay and i was just like i was just like this is this is not healthy why aren't we using um like as we're going into the digital age there's so many systems that now can automate that right we can automate so many systems great that was supposed to free up our time that was supposed to create expansiveness for us as humans and what i saw in the workplace was that was not the case. And so I'm like, we're doing something wrong. In my opinion, I'm like, we're doing something wrong here. <laughs> we're not, we're not, I wasn't seeing things that were healthy for the most people. It was healthy for a select few, maybe not even healthy, but some people seem to be benefiting from it or else we wouldn't keep having these systems. That's my opinion but it wasn't the majority of the people benefiting from it. And as an HSP, I can't, I can't sit with that. It's not okay with me. Not, I think we should create things that work for everybody. I think it's possible. I think we should.
0: Yeah, that is it's so interesting. I was like, I was like wrapped listening to you and really yeah. trying to think of my, remember my experiences and, um, you know you're so right about the disparity in you know and I worked in law and I was a lawyer and everyone probably would have had the idea that I earned a lot more money than I did don't me wrong I was well paid but I wasn't a partner and I didn't get you know the mega bucks. and um it very much did feel like the system benefited those at the top who were taking all the massive amounts of money off the top yeah. and and really everybody else just had to put up or get out put up and shut up yes. or get out yes. and yes. I always felt um like I found it really hard. I found the relentless nature of it and go, 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 go. And more and more. And the more you you made your target, the more they piled on your target for the year after. It was that game of how can you just about meet it? So you might get a tiny bonus, but they don't absolutely whack it up the next year. And it, it was just, and, and then if you didn't meet it, it was your fault. It wasn't because it was an unrealistic target in the first place. It was like, it, it was no, no matter, my, my, my overwhelming memory of being in that uh, environment, and I was um, a practicing lawyer for 17 years And then I moved into risk and compliance. So I was in there a bit longer. But, you know, for 17 years, I was a a property lawyer. And my overwhelming feeling from all that time is that it was always whatever I did was not enough. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Now, not enough Mm -hmm. is a place that's very easy for me to go to. So that all comes from my childhood trauma. So, yes. Um, it's a very easy place for me to go to but it was always like have you done have you not done this yet well no I've been doing this 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 and this and I can't do like everything at once and you know meeting your target well then we'll just stop it so you can you know that it's almost like they want you constantly constantly trying to claw your way up towards what they've set for you as your goal um and always having it just out of your reach as though that is something that's going to motivate you. Now, that might motivate some people. I'm, I've am i never been that sort of person. I, I'm much more motivated by telling them I'm, I'm doing a good job. And I was doing yes. a good job. I was a really good lawyer. I got given all the really difficult clients because nobody else could cope with them. Oh, give them to Philippa. She'll sort them out. You know, mm-hmm. I was doing a really good job, but I never felt like I was. Mm-hmm. And I always felt a little bit broken by it or a lot less at times. And I thought that meant that was something wrong with me. And it's only now that I can see out of it. And that's really the place I went to when you were talking. Um, Then Robbie, I went straight to that place and thought, yeah, it it wasn't me that was broken. It, It was the system and yes. the structure that we worked in. And um, yes, like you said, you know, you so rightly put that, you know, somebody's benefiting it from it somewhere, even if it just means they're getting lots of money. Mm-hmm. Somebody's benefiting from it. But actually, the, the they're one of a few. The majority are absolutely not. Or I certainly wasn't, right? Okay, so there's nobody else here that I can ask. And I never asked that question why I worked there. But I'm sure if I went back to find some of my old old colleagues, I'm pretty sure I would get very similar. I mean, they might not have felt quite as broken as I did, but you you know, and um, you know, now looking at it and being able to take a step back and realizing that my ability like yours of seeing the big picture, And seeing that that it's not working, the way it's set out just doesn't work. Um, Now now that I know that that is a strength of mine, I would have loved to have been able to take that somewhere. But even then, I don't know where I would have taken it. Yeah, Because nobody's really interested. Really. Or it didn't feel like they were really interested. Um, Yeah. And I don't know whether that has changed now, but it feels to me, oh, what rant alert. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It feels to me that like, you know, there's little changes made here in, in, in companies and little changes made there. But actually, fundamentally, it all needs a massive shake up. Yes. And I know that probably sounds really naive of me and that, you know, oh, it's easy for you to say that you're not doing it. You're not there running it. No, I'm not. And I think in a way that gives me ability to step back from it. I'm not benefiting from working in a big business because that's not what I do. Um, you know, I'm I'm not I, I'm not working in there. I don't want it to change for me. I want it to change for all the l- hundreds of millions of people who work in situations like that. And who are sick, they're tired, they, you, you know, everyone's pretty pissed off, aren't they? Yes. Bad, we can swear here. So, anyway, you know, absolutely. You know, and the knock on effect is then you bring that home and it affects your family and mm-hmm. it affects communities. And, you, you know, it's just, um, so yeah. Sorry. got got a bit please don't uh, be sorry uh, well um it 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 if I think about it too much it kind of kind of makes my heart hurt yes same for me
1: Mm. and you know it was part of the struggle being in HR is people would come to me so I did have an understanding that it wasn't just me having An experience of things not working here. It was so many people that it wasn't working for. And um, it, it was hard to be in that role and not be able to affect real change. Like there were, what it felt like is that the people in the roles who did care, they would get some initiatives passed that, Sure, made a little bit of difference, but the way that, and I I don't want to discount their efforts, but what it felt like to me is we're inside of a broken system and they're trying to, you know, fix little things inside the system when it's like, well, the whole thing, like you were saying, like, but the whole thing needs to be overhauled. (laughs) Like this little thing you're doing well while well-intentioned isn't actually addressing the overarching problem at all. Um, but again, like I didn't have the language and I certainly didn't have the power and authority to affect those types of things. I just knew that like, it wasn't feeling good for me. Um, and I think, I think that's true for a lot of HSPs. It's just like, it doesn't, it doesn't feel right. And I absolutely walked around with, there's. Even with what I saw, Philippa, I still walked around with, well, but all these other people are making it work for them. So the fact that I can't means there's something wrong with me. Like, I still walked around with that. <laughs> Even, I mean, I'm sitting here going, wow, isn't that interesting? Because I was aware of so many people going, this is, they're stressed, angry, exhausted, uh, depressed, thick. Like we this these things in droves in the workplace. Yeah. And I remember thinking sometimes just like, why does everything have to be so stressful? Like we are in I was never involved in any business where it's like we're actively saving lives here. It's like, where isn't actually an emergency? Like, what are we doing?
0: You know. Do you know what? I, I had this thought. You're so right. Like you say, nobody's saving lives. I had this thought the other day, right? I'm I'm afraid I'm going to stray into territory that I, am abs- I know absolutely nothing about. But I had this thought the other day about these jobs that a lot of people do. A lot of us do. A lot of us have done. A lot of us will do in the future. How many of them are actually really necessary? And how many of them are oh I'm really going in uh, how many of them are a construct like made uh, made not like intentionally well once upon a time there was to be an intention but there are they're sort of like um oh I should have thought about this before I started um but they're (laughs) like you know let's uh, they're sort of somebody's i don't know somebody has a very uh, long time ago hundreds of years ago somebody has a really um uh, has a business that makes money i don't know selling widgets that's what everyone always uses so whatever this mm-hmm. this amazing widget is everybody needs this wed- widget in their house um in their home so somebody makes these widgets and um great everybody's happy because they they're, they're making the widgets people are buying the widgets people need the widgets great but then you know uh, over time there are more businesses that come come together to supply bits for the widgets and to make this and to make that and okay you can see they're necessary but then we have spin-offs that are like well um the people who make the widget uh people who make the widgets might need this or they might need they might need this insurance for some reason or they might need this um they might need this other service that we can provide to them. And we might need this. And then that spills down. And then it spills further down. And before you know it, you've got all these businesses doing all this stuff. But if you take all all these, if you take a lot, a big, big chunk of those businesses away, is anybody actually really going to miss them? And I have, I, I, that's really not a well- i've not vocalized that particularly well but i did have this thought that really went through my mind the other day is are half the things that we are services and products and stuff are they actually really necessary yes and how and okay i totally understand that people get have jobs and uh, um uh, and obviously if those companies went those people wouldn't have jobs and, and i get that i i do totally understand that i'm not advocating advocating that you know, that we lose jobs. But it, it it seems to me that the system is just built on this boom, boom. We've got to have this. We've got to have this. And you've got to, you know, A, you've got to have all these things because, you know, if you've not got all these things, you're not a success. So you've got to carry on striving yes. until you've got all these things. Yes. And so there's a whole, obviously, a whole business around all those th- making and supplying and producing and all those things that we're yes. supposed to have But also this, like, um, you know, um, completely lost my train of thought now. I'm getting so irated that it's like, but it's just, the system started a long time ago and i did a talk the other day and i was talking about how actually until the industrial revolution most companies were just little companies running cottage there were cottage industries and it was yeah. the you know the mechanization and the industrialization that came from the industrial revolution um that that, that a lot some people the you know the men at the top who owned yeah. these made lots of money lots yeah, of yeah. money and then it became important to make more and more money so yeah. you know And it's just gone on from there and we're just mass producing everything. And um, I just can't help think that the system we are in now is based on the, what came from the industrial revolution in the mid 1700s. Yes. And isn't it a time for a rethink?
1: I mean, I think it is. Right. I mean, absolutely. We have so much more technology. We have ways to make things easier on ourselves. And we have so much money, but it sits with a very few people, right? Like, so it's not that we don't have enough money in the system. It's that it gets absorbed by a few people and just kind of sits there. Uh, It's not put back into community. It's not put back to actually help the people that are doing the work. And so it just creates this inequality that doesn't feel good. Oh, for it's, most
0: of us, it, it, it just sits really heavy. If I think yes. about it too much, it just sits really heavy. And I know. And I kind of think, oh God, you know, you know, what what could what could I possibly do? What could anybody possibly do? And it just seems like this massive, insurmountable um thing. I mean, it is a problem, really, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. And um, you know, uh, the, the city I live in, you know, is um, you know. It's quite a wealthy city, and I, uh, and I but we have a lot of homeless people here, people who are living on the streets. Um, apparently, I don't know. I think people here are quite generous, so I think it's, you know, if you're going to – anyway, people live on the streets. And I – so I regularly see people who are living on the streets. And I just think in this day and age with the, um, you know, the, the advanced, you know, society we're supposed to live in, it is an absolute um, – in sad so sad such a sad indictment of where we are that we have gotcha. people who 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 don't have a roof over their heads I completely and, agree um and that just you know just you could say there are so many more things that are um y- you know uh are just so wrong with the way it yeah. is and I you know I I know it will never what well, I you know we will never have a major change but Little things are happening. Um, I was listening to a podcast. A lady was saying the other day that um, she used to be homeless, actually, and she's got so and she really would like to help homeless people. She knows that it's not in this country, in the UK, it's not coming from the government down. So she said, you know, her sort of mantra is if it's not going to come from the top down, then you have to go for the bottom up. And she is putting all her efforts into helping where she lives, local homeless. charities and organisations and they're making a real difference but they're keeping it local yes and I understand I can't give you any particular examples but I understand that that is happening more and more particularly here in the UK because a lot of the government money has been cut because we've had austerity and all that we've had loads of years of government cuts so actually you know there are on the ground in the locality um, efforts being made to deal with the local issues yes I mean that sounds amazing and it's a crying shame it's not government funded because it's obviously needed but you know that gives me a bit of hope yes yes so it's almost sorry it's almost like you can't you know you can't crack the system at the top so so let's create our own it feels like which is like Mm -hmm. feels like a bit of a revolution and um you know (laughs) Exactly. And I just think that's quite exciting. I do too. What's yes. it like in the
1: US? Yeah. Well, I mean, when you're talking about, you know, it's it's absurd to me that in a, a nation as wealthy as the US, that we have so many people who don't have homes mm-hmm. who are way below the poverty line. So, yeah. Where our our national um minimum wage is well below the poverty line. Like we haven't raised the minimum wage. So like people will go and work three jobs and are still poor. Like these aren't lazy people. These are people trying to do what the system is telling them and still it's not working. That's ridiculous. That's absurd. A nation as wealthy as ours and we can't afford health healthcare. Like it just starts revving me up. And I also agree like it can be really easy to go but these systems are huge and how the fuck can i make a difference and it's exactly what you were saying it's the for what i have found for me is i it's twofold for me it's looking at the places like you just talked about so like in your community where can you be of service like what where's where's something that like lights up your heart that you can go be of service. And then I think also truly like doing our own work. So like, you know, on ourselves, saying what's true for us, educating people around us. And for me, it means like, I'm not going to go work for another corporation. Certainly that I'm not, at the very least, that values don't align with me. Like, I just, and I'm not saying that that's what people need to do. That's not at all what I'm saying. But for me, that was something, it's just like, I can't do it again. Like, I can't. I've tried multiple times. (laughs) It's just like, it's not, it's not the thing that I can do. And so what I can do is build a business that's different. Like I have been talking about. Like right now, it's just me. So you know, here's me with my highfalutin plans. Like uh, you know, but,
0: <laughs> I hope you're going to I hope you're going to tell yourself what your values are and make sure you stick absolutely
1: the, uh, I well, stick good. with my own values. Yes, <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> but I do. I have. I have a strong. Um, I have clarity around how I feel people should be treated in the workplace. And for years I thought about having, you know, building a business and how how much people were paid and how they were treated was always top of line for me, always. Um and the, and you know, I'm not alone. There are lots of smaller businesses, right, that are that are growing around this philosophy. Um there are even Businesses that are getting bigger that they're, that are talking about we're actually treating people well. We're have created co-ops and things like that where everyone has equal say and equal distribution of wealth yeah. and a seat at the table. Um, so there's there are different ways to do things. I think we've been we've been in a system for a long time, and so it and it and it was touted as the best system. And it was touted in some ways as the only viable system, but it isn't. And so I think, honestly, that's part of the revolution is just to start going, oh, well, how else could we do things? And where could I put my energy? It's also very true that in the system we're in, we need money to survive. So if you've got to go work a job that you hate in order to feed your kids, you're not alone. Like there's tons of people that have to do that. And there's no judgment for me on you having to do what you have to do. So so that I'm not at all, do what you have to do for sure. And where you can make the change, make that. Where you can put your energy in ways that fill you, do that. That's how we start to shift things, you know. And also, sorry, one other thing is that what we... What we're seeing more and more of is speaking truth to power, you know, heard that phrase. So consumers even are saying to businesses, no, like you have to do better. We're, we're not buying from you until you do X. So there's a lot of power there. Um, we're not powerless, even though it can feel like that sometimes.
0: Yeah, You're absolutely right. It can feel like we're powerless. And I do like that, that you know, that idea of being more mindful where we put our money, where we spend our money. Um, Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, there are, as you say, there are companies who are trying to do it differently. Um, there's, um, you know, you can get there's a company certification, I think, that's, a, 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 you know, you can, or you can have your company designated as a B Corp. B Corp. I think yeah. you have those in this in the states, don't you? I don't yes, think we do. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we have some of those in the UK, and there's a very stringent process uh, process to go through to get registered as a, a B Corp. And if you okay. come across a B Corp, then you know you know that they are really trying hard to do right by the planet and by their people. Yes. Um, there's a woman here in the UK who I really, uh, who I really like. Her name's Mary Portis. And um, she often talks about people first, then planet, then profit, yes. instead of profit always coming first. And, you know, the way she, you know, she believes, and she is living proof of that, that, you know, if you put your people and the planet first, the profit will come and people will buy from from companies who put are putting people um, and planet before the profit and you know this takes us into you know a whole other you know realm of you know uh, company you know um companies and profit and you know all the com- countries that still use gdp as like this gauge of how well they're doing and you know why is there this obsession that GDP has to get bigger and bigger every year? What's wrong with GDP staying the same? Um, right. I kn- right, okay. Obviously, I know nothing about economics or global economics, and I'm, you know, I suppose I'm sure it's more much more complicated than I should even be beginning to com- to comment on. But actually, maybe it's not. Maybe we're just led to believe that it's really complicated, and those of us who don't know anything shouldn't actually even voice their mm-hmm. opinion. Mm -hmm. but you know i i don't know and i'm i suppose i'm not interested enough to 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 work that out or i don't have the energy to work that out but you know the some of the countries now who are who are looking more at how happy the people in their country are i mean how interesting is that to judge the success of a country by how happy the people are yes i mean i'm not sure whether uk or the us would rank on that probably not that high but you, you know I mean, so what an indictment that is, you know? Yes. 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 We're, you know, on the, on the world forum, you you know, our countries are successful leading countries. Everybody's knackered and fed up. I mean, that's right. uh, That's right. And, you know, don't get me started on the patriarchy. Oh, (laughs) let's yeah. Mm. You know, we could really go on. We we, we could probably do a whole episode on our views on the patriarchy. Um, We could. um, But I suppose the the, the name of this episode was the role of HSPs. And when we talk about HSP, obviously we're talking highly sensitive person. We keep using HSP. We mean highly sensitive person. Highly sensitive, high sensory. We may well use those terms, into uh, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Interchangeably. Thank you very much interchangeably. They're all the same thing. Um, yeah. because people who the the, the term highly highly sensitive person refers to somebody who has uh high sensory abilities. Are Willow McIntosh, who we trained with, um, he talks about high sensory intelligence, you know, because yeah. he is very firmly of the belief that highly sensitive people have a real intelligence, and that's kind of Where this episode came from really, the role that HSPs can play, because we have many abilities that can help everybody um, experience things better we, we, we're we really good at yes. big picture thinking and seeing the big picture so like you say Robbie in your work you could just see that it was so unhealthy for everybody you could just see that feel it you know it's almost yes. like you could probably taste it you know it was yes. so so blindingly obvious yes and, and I think that's what's happening now I think post-pandemic um and we're sort of I don't know we're not you know we're not going back to the way it was and this is new whatever it is but it seems like quite old as well in the way that it feels um you know um you know hs hsps i mean you've said it before we're like the canaries in the coal mine you know when it starts go, when hsps can sense it's going wrong it's going to start going wrong for everybody soon yes. and i think that's what's happening now it is going wrong for for everybody, you know, all during the pandemic, people have been really stressed, worked really hard, had an awful time for the last two years, and yes. you know, to what to to a large extent, things are, uh, you know, we're not in, you know, we're not in, uh, under restrictions, we're not having lockdowns and things, so we are free to move as we mm-hmm. as we were free to move, but we're coming on the back of that terrible experience that that most people have had, and even. Everyone's been affected to some degree.
1: Yes, yeah.
0: And it we're coming out of that and people have the strain on on us, the strain on relationships. Yes. It, it's just all been a lot. And I can see that cracks are showing all over the place.
1: Absolutely. And nobody
0: knows what to do about it. Yeah, well, yeah. Oh, sorry most people yeah a lot of people don't know what to yeah. do a lot of companies a lot of leaders don't seem to because there is no one answer either right that's right because if there was that. if there was an answer somebody would have come up with it and you know it would all be being done by now and but it does need some thought um some caring yes thank <laughs> for, you yes for people and um a desire to make it better and yes i think that hsp's have a real role role to play there because Agreed. we 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 feel it we can yeah. see the big picture we we just have this innate knowing of things to try that might work they might not all work but things to try um, yes. and we care we care
1: absolutely and the thing that i keep coming back with hsp's in my experience is we care about the whole. Yes. Yes. Right. So it's not like, oh okay, well it's good for this this person, screw everybody else and screw the planet. It's just like, no, like okay, it is good for this person but it's terrible for all this, so that's not the solution then, because the solution is good for all. Like it's just it's how we're wired. And I I think honestly the for me, one of the things we can do is keep Speaking of that, that there are solutions that benefit everyone, <laughs> like because I, you know, I think we've been again swimming in systems that say, whatever, it's got to be one way, and some people benefit and some people don't, and if you're not benefiting, it's because you're not trying hard enough and you're not working hard enough. Like that's the other part of the yeah. bullshit, right? Yeah. Um, And if, and if you decide to leave, hey, people, that's a lie.
0: Yes, that is if a lie. You you're right. And if you decide to leave, it's because there's something wrong with you. It's not because of anything that we've done That's or right. not.
1: Well, you're just not. Yeah, you're too weak. You're yes. too something. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, too sensitive. Well, too sensitive. How many of us have heard that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 up. Don't don't yeah. take it so personally. I'm like, yeah. well, but it's about people. We're all people, so it is personal. Like yeah. I, <laughs> you know, yeah. You're to right. Say, to say a business decision for example you know laying I was at a company and we laid hundreds plural of people off at one time it was one of the worst experiences of my life to have to have to be part of the system doing that it it, it almost broke me uh but to say it's not personal is very fucking personal to these people who have just their whole world has just changed, right? Like that's stupid. Well, it's just really
0: dismissive, isn't it? Oh yes, it's so not personal. Um, but you're one of the ones that, that that's going. I mean, it's really dismissing the effect that that's going to have on that person. And um, you, you know, there are other things that could be said. You don't. I know. I know it's a terrible yeah. situation to be in, and um, yeah. from both sides you know, absolutely, definitely the one being let go, of, you know, that's been let Awful. go, but the other, you know, one would hope that the person on the other side giving the news actually feels like, you know, like you said, of course, it really affected you, you know, hopefully nobody yeah. skips in there and, you know, skips back out again, think not affected by it, Um but, you know, you there are words that can be chosen to validate the, that other person's experience. And again, that's what HSPs are good at actually at making that connection. And um, yeah. Yeah. And, and just reading the situation. Yeah. reading. I think,
1: I think one of the things that I kept noticing in business, especially as time went on is that business kept requiring more and more and the the energy of it was kind of like it's your duty to give so much here right like you're not a good employee unless you um I mean it would never be worded this way but this is literally how it felt unless you're killing yourself unless you're putting in all these extra hours unpaid unless you forgo your vacation or if you say your vacation but you're really working through it and um no sick day, like work Work when you're sick, like just expecting so much, and like you said, like every year the goal's getting bigger and bigger and more and more, and just never feeling like, oh, I did it, smashed it, we did it, <laughs> woohoo, yay, us! Yes. You know, there was never that moment, at least for me, and um, or if it was, it was like a blip, and it was like, okay, on to the next thing. Um, I lost my train of thought. I'll, I'll get it back in a second. It was oh, business was constantly like feeding this expectation of in order to be rewarded here. In order to be seen as a good employee, you have to do all of this. But then in a, and I'll I'll give you this one example, this in a nutshell for me is an imbalance of business. You are very much expected to give, we don't have, most people in America don't have work contracts it's so we can be fired at any time we can quit a job at any time yeah there's no stability for most workers in the united states yes so and that's something that workers hold i mean employers hold over workers heads all the time um now we have laws in place to prevent against discrimination and stuff but that's a whole separate thing so um it is very much the expectation that you give at least two weeks notice when you quit. Like if you don't do that, you're seen as a terrible employee. You won't get um, a recommendation when you're going to your next place. You know, you won't be seen as rehirable at that company you're leaving. On the other hand, when an employer terminates your contract, you're walked out of the building right then. And
0: that's it. The so pay ends that day.
1: So it depends, like some companies will offer severance. And so then, yes, that's different, but some, no, that's it. That's the end of your health insurance because in the United States, health insurance is tied yeah. to work, which is another way that we get stuck in a job. I've had, you know, so many people are just like, well, I can't leave my health insurance. So these are the types of systems, like they're imbalanced and they're not working for people. But as HSPs, if like we can come in and see again like where it's imbalanced and how we can start making those changes like there are there are companies where people uh employees when asked like how do they want to help each other they'll for example pool their sick time together so that if someone had a big family emergency they could pull from the pool for people like something just like how generous right how how kind like but that's again like working for everybody right instead of because again in the U.S. not in every company there 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 are starting to be changes but in many companies it's like you get a week or two weeks off for vacation and sick time a year
0: it's like okay is completely right I mean that that is unbelievable to me because it's ridiculous we get get much more than that
1: yeah so i don't want this podcast to just be about this episode to just be about well all the shit we see is wrong and honestly philippa we haven't even talked school systems. We haven't talked health system, right? We've literally just talked about the one system. I know.
0: I was thinking that you know we need HSP teachers, we need HSP yes. healthcare oh workers, gosh, we need please. HSPs everywhere. I, I was yes. thinking the same thing that yeah. we, we wondered whether we'd have enough to talk about, and we've ranted for quite a while just about like corporate what workplaces,
1: corporate, corporate, yeah. But there, it like I, I think. I, I really do want, that. I want to go back to what you said about, like, if we can't do top down, right, which most most of us are not empowered to go, like, make big changes at the top of any of these systems and structures. But there are bottom-up movements that become really impactful. Mm-hmm. And you can do that in your community. You can do it in your workplace. You can, like, find those places that... Again, fire you up that you have juice around and let your voice be heard. I think if I can say anything to HSPs, we need to stop being silent and stop, stop internalizing. Like when we see a problem, oh, I don't fit because there must be something wrong with me. No, you're seeing the problem in the system. Give yeah. voice to it because you're not the only one that's having a problem with it. Yeah. You're not.
0: Give voice. There, we, Yeah. Well said. I was thinking, I I was absolutely thinking the same thing that that would be a good place maybe to bring us to an end. That, um, you know, I would hope that we might have empowered some HSPs to realise that actually by speaking up, they are doing themselves and lots of other people a service. Um, And, you know, I hope we might encourage anybody who's in that um, position to know that what they're feeling, what they're thinking about it, what they're seeing that nobody else seems to see is a real advantage, is a real, is a, is a really great thing. So don't keep it to yourself. Yes, please. You know, yeah. Cause I, I wish I I can, I know that if I'd known then what I know now, I would have done some things differently. I'm not saying they would have had any results, but I would definitely have done things differently. Um and I wouldn't have stayed some places quite so long. Yeah.
1: Yes, I think that's another piece too, right? If yeah. you are in if you are able to find a different work environment, look for them because yeah. there are different kinds out there for sure. Yeah. And you know you may not by speaking up you may not create big sweeping changes immediately but i promise you you will have helped somebody you have planted seeds somewhere else and at the very least you're giving voice to the knowing inside of you and you have a knowing for a reason right so speak it out because each of these little it's like drops in a bucket like each of these things that we do they at first it's just one drop in a big bucket OK, but eventually, right, it starts adding up and eventually it's like, oh, I heard so and so talk about that, too. Oh, and I'm hearing it over here and we start hearing it in different places. And eventually, like all of our buckets, we're going to find each other. And then it it's a pool now and then the pools find each oh. other and now it's a lake. And the lake, it's just. That would be amazing. It makes a difference. It yeah. makes the
0: difference. Yeah. And also um, what's just come to my mind is that, um, you know, if we can, if if anyone can be brave enough to sort of actually take the leap and say what they are feeling, um, you know, they might not get an instant response. They might not, you know, nobody might agree. You know, I'm just imagining, you know, sitting around the big table at a meeting and nobody's agreeing with you and nobody's mm-hmm. saying anything. And everyone's just looking down. You think, mm, well, that was a waste of time. I bet you there are people in that meeting who are thinking either you've made them think, oh, I hadn't thought of that. Or mm-hmm. there are people thinking, oh, thank God somebody said that. They might not openly be able to say that in the meeting. Yep. They might yep. not feel quite as brave as you in that moment, but yep. they may well come and talk to you afterwards. Or it might just, you know, percolate for a little bit. But you will be making a difference. Absolutely, you will be making a difference. Yes, I totally agree with that. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Well, I think, I think Robbie, we might have to um, stop here yeah uh, uh, what a fascinating conversation I loved it <laughs> me too yeah me too. I feel like yeah. we could probably do another one uh, somewhere down the line about other areas but um you know as a start um I think that was marvelous thank you very much for joining me um it's always thank a you. pleasure to record these with you oh uh,
1: I feel the same way thank you yeah. so
0: much yeah so thank you for listening uh everybody am um, watching if anyone's watching the video and um you will you can find out where to find me and robbie in the show notes um if you want to know more you're robbie lee l-e-i-g h dot com aren't you Robbie? Yes yes I yeah. am yep yeah. and um followers of me will uh hopefully know but you'll find me at safe and um yeah we'd love to hear from you we'd also really love to hear from you if you've got any any thoughts about what we've said um preferably kind ones but i'll i'll take you know if you if you if you want to say that i shouldn't be talking about things that i don't know anything about then that's fine um you know, I don't have to agree with you, but, you know, uh, any comments at all about what we've said in this episode or any previous episodes, we would really love to hear from you. You can get in touch with us individually via our websites or you can email meetingofmindspodcast at gmail.com. So uh, that's it for this week. And we will be back uh, next week with an as yet unchosen uh, <laughs> um, subject, but equally, you know, something another subject we will uh, really enjoy talking about. So that's it for today. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being here. Bye, Robbie. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Meeting of Minds podcast. You can find this podcast in all the usual places. Please tell your friends. Please subscribe. And if you have a moment, I'd be really grateful if you could rate and review as it helps other people find us and helps me spread the messages of empowerment and positivity that I'm really passionate about. If you want to find out more about me, you can visit my website, www.safeandsupported.co.uk. Until next time, bye.